I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Monday. And it is, of course, a Medal of Honor Monday. Don't think for a second we are going to miss that, even though I'm traveling on a book tour this week. Here's what we have on tap for tonight. I am going to give you my word about something And I am a man of my word. We are going to address the Trump indictment stuff at the beginning of the show, and it will not be brought up again. There are other things happening on the planet. I know that's huge news. I get it. But all the political news, 99.99% of the political news is Donald Trump and the Trump indictment. And my goodness, We have got to think beyond things like this. So we are going to address it, and then we are going to move on. What are we going to move on to? The destruction of our history. George Soros' son. Why the time limit on you getting out is coming sooner than you think. The focus on children. Is Israel going to start a war with Iran? Or I guess probably Iran starting one with Israel would be more accurate. The White House, the flag code, illegal immigration, the IRS, 
emails, so much more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. But I want to begin at the beginning. Let's go ahead and do the Trump indictment stuff already. I have to call for sound bites because I'm out of town and I don't have my precious soundboard. So, Chris, if you wouldn't mind, dial up cut seven and go. If he has anything like what the the indictment alleges, and of course the government will have to prove it, uh, then then he has committed very serious crimes. This is this this is a devastating indictment. I speak here as an alumnus of the Justice Department myself. Uh, this really is a rifle shot, and I, I think it's uh, it should be uh, the end of Donald Trump's political career. Okay, all right, that uh, sounds really bad, and then. Bill Barr, of course, is all over the news, dumping on Trump every chance he gets. Chris, cut eight, go. But it quickly became clear that what the government was really worried about were these classified and very sensitive documents. I was shocked by the degree of sensitivity of these documents and how many there were, frankly. And uh, so the government's agenda was to get those, uh, protect those documents and get them out. And I think it was perfectly appropriate to do that. It was the right thing to do. Uh, And I think the counts under the Espionage Act uh, that he willfully retained those documents are solid counts. Now, I, I do think we have to wait and see what the defense uh, says and, and, and what proves to be true. But I do think that even half what Andy McCarthy said, which is if even half of it is true, then he's toast. I mean, it's a it's a pretty it's a very detailed indictment uh, and it's very, very damning. And this idea of presenting Trump as a victim here, a victim of a witch hunt uh, is ridiculous. Yes, he's been a victim in the past. Yes, his uh, adversaries have obsessively pursued him with phony claims. And I've, and I've been at his side defending against them when he is a victim. But this is much different. He's not a victim here. He was totally wrong. Uh, that he had the right to have those documents. Those documents are among the most sensitive secrets that the country has. He, they have to be in the custody of the archivist. He had no right to maintain them and ret- retain them. And he kept them uh, in a way uh, at Mar-a-Lago that anyone who really cares about national security, would, their stomach would churn at it. Okay. All right. And you've heard plenty of people, quote, on the right, say similar things. What Trump did is illegal. What Trump did is wrong. Having the documents is a felony. Having the documents is wrong. On and on and on and on and on it goes. And I'll tell you this. I'm actually not going to argue that portion of it. I'm going to argue something a bit differently. I have two sons. Let's pause for a second. Believe me, I'm going somewhere with this. Hang with me. I have two sons. Oldest son is James. Youngest son is Luke. And let's just say Luke... And James are both, they are both told in no uncertain terms, you will never, ever, ever touch dad's Doritos. Those are dad's Doritos. You are not allowed to touch them. It is a serious, serious offense in the Kelly household if you touch those Doritos and you are not allowed to touch them ever. So it's very clear. The law in the Kelly household is clear and they're not allowed to touch them. And I come home from work tonight, and Luke has gotten into the Doritos. And I say, oh, man, Luke, you crazy kid. All right, anyway, let it go. And I come home tomorrow, and Luke has gotten into the Doritos. And I say, Luke, 
Ah, you got into the Doritos. Oh, gosh. Man, you're such a nut. Anyway, go out, uh, play with your friends, buddy. No big deal. And the day after that, 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 I come home and Luke has gotten into the Doritos. And then I come home on Monday of next week, and James has, for the first time, gotten into the Doritos. And I tell James, James, there are rules in this house. In no uncertain terms, I lay down the law that you are not allowed to touch the Doritos. Wasn't that the rule? That was the rule. Sorry, son. Turn in all your fun stuff. You just got yourself grounded for the summer. That's what you get for breaking the rules. What would you say about that punishment I just handed down to James? Would you say that was ridiculous? Would you say it was unjust? Of course you would. I don't want to sit and argue and won't sit and argue with this lawyer or that lawyer or Bill Barr or this or that about the illegality of what Trump did by having classified documents. And I'm going to say something and it's going to make the low TGOP cringe and cry and whine and I really don't care. So let me just say this and shout it from the rooftops. I don't give a crap if Trump had 10,000 documents he wasn't allowed to have because nobody else ever gets prosecuted for this stuff ever. Ever. But it is the ultimate. It is the most low-T GOP thing in the history of low-T GOP things to watch Democrat after Democrat after Democrat after Democrat after Democrat get away with identical crimes, identical crimes. Remember Joe Biden, we have actually a picture of them, boxes of classified documents sitting in his garage with the door open. They put the picture on the internet. We have crime after crime after crime after crime. And then Trump comes along, commits the same crime. And what does the right do? Hey, you know, I got to be honest. By the letter of the law, I take no pleasure in saying it, but by the letter of the law, he's got to go down. What? Are Are you being serious right now? No. No. Jesse, are you are you trying to say that you think Republicans should be able to get away with crimes just because Democrats get away with crimes? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. If you want to put a fine point on it, that's exactly what I'm saying. I don't want a Republican prosecuted for a crime ever until Democrats start getting prosecuted for crimes. We're not going to do this thing that the GOP has always done where we line up for a football game against the Democrats and the Democrats come back and they're on offense and they hike the ball and every Democrat on offense pulls out a baseball bat and starts smacking the Republican defense around until they score a touchdown and they do it next time on offense and 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 over and over and over and over again and finally in the fourth quarter the Republicans have had enough and the Republicans on offense pull out a baseball bat and start smacking the Democrats and I'm supposed to start hand-wringing and say that's cheating he's not allowed that's cheating 
That is exactly why these monsters have taken over every single part of our culture. And that's why conservatism has conserved nothing. Absolutely nothing. We will sit and watch as they violate every rule, every law, every norm. And then the second our guy gets busted for doing something similar, we will honestly with a straight face step up and think we're the good guys. Thinks it, we will think it makes us somehow good and right to say, you know, we must follow the law even if they don't. No. The laws for everyone or the laws for no one. That's how it must be. All right. We're done with that. Let us move on to much, much bigger things like destroying history, shopping local, emails, and so much more coming up tonight on The Jesse Kelly Show. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is The Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday, about 45 minutes. So now we're coming up with a Medal of Honor Monday. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Couple things I need to get out of the way before we move on. One, the show will not be on tomorrow. We'll have, I believe James T. Filling. James T. is filling in, right, Chris? Okay, James T. is filling in. No show tomorrow, no show Friday. It's because of book tour stuff. Now, speaking of book tour stuff, I'm traveling. I just don't have time to do one every single day. I got this email because I'm in Salt Lake today. Jesse. The Salt Lake City book signing is sold out. I didn't buy a ticket. What can I do now? I bought two books for you to sign, and I wanted to say hi. I took the day off of work. We had a book signing in Houston on Saturday. It was not only a blast. It was gigantic. It did not take two hours. It was supposed to take two hours. It took us something like two hours and 40 minutes to get through everyone. And everyone was getting to know each other, waiting in line and stuff like that. It was, it was a blast. People were exchanging numbers, having fun. It was awesome, all right? It was awesome. You should try to buy tickets for the one tonight if you're in Salt Lake or the area or in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania or in Tampa, Florida. If it says it's sold out or something to that effect, come anyway. Many people did not have tickets. I don't want you, especially if you bought multiple books and took the day off of work and stuff like that. Don't cheat yourself out of something like that. We will, dude, I will, I will sign. I'm going to get through them as fast as I can. I will sign until the people are gone. But you went out, spent your money, planned to do it. The, the, the buying of the tickets was preferred. If you didn't get a ticket, whether it's tonight in Salt Lake or Harrisburg or Tampa, that's fine. And if you want details on these these events or you want to buy tickets or whatever ahead of time, remember, just go to jessekellybook.com and we will get that done. Come out. I want to see you. It was so much fun and such a blessing to me and a blessing I know for everyone else to have all these people gathered, all these anti-communists gathered in one place. It was freaking awesome. All right. Now let's discuss something. We, we addressed it briefly last week. I just want to bring something up here. Statue honoring Revolutionary War hero removed after nearly a century. That's from Blaze Media. He was a general. He was a state senator. 
He was a United States senator. His name was Philip Scheuler. I think that's how you say it, but he was from the Revolutionary War era. And it was removed from Albany, removed from Albany, New York. Brought the statue down, sending it to storage. Now, you know this because you listen to the show, and you definitely know this if you read the Anti-Communist Manifesto, because I dug into this deeply in, in the cultural destruction chapter. But let's just talk about this really quickly. Philip Schuyler, Schuyler, I don't know how to exactly to say his name. Well, sorry, Philip, but I wasn't there and I couldn't find any way to everyone, – everyone seems to pronounce it differently. He was an American legend, an American legend that also happened to own slaves, as most people did back then. He fought in the French and Indian War. Did you know that? Did you know – that he was a state senator from New York. Did you know, not only did he choose to fight in the Revolutionary War, he was from an era that I so sorely miss. And this is the era he was from. He was absurdly wealthy. He, they were originally, they were Dutch, but he was third-generation wealth, family wealth with land and all kinds of things. He was high society. He was the definition of elite. And there was a time, not only in this country, but on this planet, when elites were expected to be the vanguard. They were expected to be the knights of a society. They were expected to put their lives on the line first. Kings, the kings of old, the high society of old, they weren't sitting back in the rear with the gear, comfortable, safe, throwing the peasants out there as cannon fodder. The elites of old in this nation and many other nations, they were at the front of the line. George Washington multiple times Bullets going through his overcoat that he was wearing. Horses shot out from underneath him. This country was built by men like Philip. And then when he was done fighting in wars, French and Indian War, when he was done fighting in the Revolutionary War, his time of service didn't end, didn't consider it even close to being over. His time of service, in his mind, as high society, he could have went back to just fancy cakes and cocktails. His time of service didn't end. He wanted to continue to serve his state, the state of New York, as a state senator and United States senator. These are the human beings who should be held up in a place of honor. Even the slaveholder types. And there's a reason a very specific reason the communist goes after them while building statues of George Floyd. I'm going to finish these thoughts and then we'll move on to shopping local and other things. Give me just a second. The Jesse Kelly Show. On air and online at jessekellyshow.com. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. Medal of Honor Monday begins about 30 minutes from now. Tearjerker of a Medal of Honor Monday tonight. We have so much to get to. I just want to, again... General Philip Schuler, I'm just going to stick with that as pronouncing his name, pronouncing his name, statue removed from Albany, off to collect dust and storage. Mao takes over. 
He embarks on a cultural destruction campaign some years after he took over. The effort was to destroy the four olds, or it's also called the four old things, but it's mainly the four olds. Old ideas, old culture, old customs, old habits. Did you know that China has more incredible history to it than probably any nation on the planet this side of maybe Egypt, just as far as length of time goes and huge, powerful civilizations? It's just, it's amazing. And I, as you know, I'm a history freak. And I have a goal one day, if I ever get the money and the time, I'm going to travel the planet looking at history, walking castles, tombs, various, everywhere I can find it. China is one I've crossed off my list. Not just because it's communist. Now, that's the main reason. Full disclosure, I won't go to it because of that. But I've crossed China off of my list because so much of that incredible history was destroyed by Mao. You've obviously heard of things like the Ming Dynasty, even if you don't know what it was. In full disclosure, I'm certainly no expert on it. One of the long dynasties in China's history. Very cool. All kinds of stuff and tombs and all kinds of things. Mao destroyed it all. You've heard of Confucius? Confucius had a maintained grave area, tombstone area, whatever you want to call it, that by the time of Mao was 2,000 years old. Now, I will tell you, I've walked Arlington National Cemetery in D.C. I would very, very, very much encourage you, if you're ever in the area, to do it. It is – I didn't realize how powerful it, be, it would be. I'll put it to you that way. I went there because I was with my family and I wanted to pay respects – but I didn't think, I mean, especially cold-hearted me, I didn't think it would be moving in any way. I thought it would be cool to see. I wanted to explain about the heroes to my sons, but I didn't think it would move me. But you, you stand in front of a tombstone of a warrior who gave his life for this country 200 years ago, and that history hit me. 200 years ago. What? This man— 200 years ago, what? how cool is that? Now wrap your mind around a famous philosopher, Confucius, having a well-maintained grave area 2,000 years old. How, what's that feel like? If you're in China, if you're Chinese, what does that feel like? Standing in hollowed ground like that, how cool that is. Mao dug it all up, destroyed it all. And he dug it all up for a reason. He dug it all up because wrecking your history, wrecking our wonderful history, wrecking the history of any nation, that's what a communist must do. They tear it all down, and these things are still happening in this country, and it sickens me. We're tearing down statues of Revolutionary War heroes. It's so unbelievably sad and shame on New York shame on New York for what's happening you know why I'm in uh, Salt Lake City today and I'll be honest with you I have texted my wife 50 times from this place not 50 that'd be kind of weird I've texted my wife a bunch from this place talking about man I think I want to move out west again 
The air's so clean. The Rocky Mountains are so beautiful. It's beautiful. I don't know where it would be. Utah. Back to Montana, Idaho. I don't know where it would be. It'd be cool once the kids are out of the house. Maybe we move out here, something like that. But you know what it doesn't have out here? That kind of history. When I visit New York, which is often, I love the food, as you know. I love the craziness. I love the noise. I I love all these. I love this about New York. I don't love any of it like I love how old it is. The history. You'll be walking down the street and boom, there's there's a cathedral, 150 years old. Boom, there's a statue, Revolutionary War. Let's go up. Let's read the inscription on it. Boom, this is this is where these guys met, and this is where this Congress met here. And there's a it's just history. The East specifically. It's specifically the Northeast. That's the birthplace of our nation. And now that the communists have taken over all of it. They're wrecking it all. And even even if Utah doesn't, right, or Idaho or wherever I end up, and even though it's beautiful out here and the air's clean and the the crime's down and all these things, and I love it, and I'm not dogging on it. I love it. Like I said, I'm probably going to leave here one day. Man, the history of my nation means something to me. Doesn't it mean something to you? And the fact that we have allowed communist scum to take over our most sacred places. And I don't want New York to think I'm just picking on you. Boston? Man, Boston? I, uh, Boston elected a communist? That's mayor. She's not even hiding it. She's open about it. But how does this happen? How did we allow, how were we so complacent that we allowed our most historical places to be taken over by the most despicable people in our society. How could we have let this happen? It freaking breaks my heart, man. I hate it. I can't stand it. And I guess this is probably a bad way to put it, but I don't know another way to put it. (laughs) Hey, I'm uneducated, so I put things bad ways all the time. I feel powerless to stop it because it's not in my community. I can't. I can't petition. I can't. I, I don't know what to do in Albany. I have no power. I have, I have no power. You have no power. I don't know how we stop these things, but it's not going to stop. It's not even about Philip Schuyler, who you didn't even know who he was a week ago. It's just that he's yet one of many still to come. We've allowed these people to desecrate the the home of Thomas Jefferson. They've destroyed the home of Thomas Jefferson. Slave owner Thomas Jefferson. Slave this and slavery. We've allowed these people to destroy places that should mean something to us. My kid just got back from a Washington, D.C. field trip with his school. And I know many schools across the country do these D.C. field trips. Why? Because it stirs something in these young people. To walk into the Washington Monument, to see the Lincoln Memorial, to walk up to the Vietnam Veteran Memorial, and to read the names, the history, your history, even if you're not a history person, your history is important. It means so much, and they're wrecking it all. And let me tell you one other thing, because I want to get to other stuff. I don't want to spend any more time on this. 
you know they're gonna you know they're gonna tear all that stuff in DC down too, right? It'll take time, don't get me wrong, it won't be tomorrow. But you know eventually Washington Monument's gonna go. Jefferson gone. Eventually, these people will tear it all down because you're dealing with religious zealots who are more committed to destruction than we have been to preserving and protecting what we have. And so we have got a lot of work to do. We've got a lot of work to do. All right, we're moving on. Shopping local, World War III, and many other things still to come. Before we get to those things, I did get an email with a request that we come up with a vehicle mount for the Hero Arrow, which would allow people to spray communist protesters when they get in front of vehicles. I will tell you that for a very brief moment, I considered reaching out to Hero and seeing if that was an option. And then I decided that probably isn't very professional, so I'm not going to be passing that request along, although that was, one, hilarious, and two, probably would work very well. So let's just focus on the personal protection aspect of Hero. Hero has already saved the life of at least one of my listeners. Hero will stop a very bad man from hurting you or hurting somebody you love very much. Your mom needs a Hero arrow or a Hero gun. Non-lethal. You don't need a concealed carry permit. Your daughter needs one. Your son needs one. Your wife needs one. Your husband needs one. Buy one and carry one on you in your purse, in your car, by your bedstand at night. Go to Hero2020.com and get yours today. Hero2020.com. Make sure you use code JESSE because it gets you a special discount. But get something to protect yourself with. Hero2020.com. Code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show reminding you that you can download the iHeartRadio app for free. And you can download the podcast of the show for free if you're a podcast person. The whole thing is on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. I couldn't believe on our uh, listener event on Saturday. Listener event. That sounds so stupid. It was a prestigious book tour signing. But on the book tour, first stop was in the Houston area. Could not believe how many people listen on podcasts the day after. I guess that's just how so many people listen now. Not so much the truckers. The truckers listen live. I think everyone else listens on podcasts. And that's fine with me. I don't care. It's Look, all that matters is that people continue to hang on my every word, Chris. That's the most important thing. <laughs> All right, quit. Shut up, Chris. Remember, Medal of Honor Monday is coming up 10 minutes from now. Let's get to some. Let's get to a couple emails. I want to try to get to a bunch of these tonight before we get to some other stories, World War III and whatnot. Jesse. with all these businesses going woke, Bud Light, Nike, Cracker Barrel, Pottery Barn, etc., I feel this is an excellent opportunity for local mom-and-pop shops to greatly expand their reach. Local shops can't afford to go woke without going broke. They are in neighborhoods where their customers come from. I would encourage people to abandon big box stores, online retailers, and shopping malls to shop and support their local community businesses. I wanted to read this for a very specific reason. He's right. He's right and... This is something I need to do more of. I do more of it now 
than I ever have in my life, but I still don't do it enough. And the hardest part about that is we have to inconvenience ourselves sometimes when we don't want to. It's easiest when you need to go get some stuff. If if uh, Back to school shopping, I realize. Don't panic. Don't panic. It's some time away. But back to school shopping is coming, right? It's going to come a couple months. We're all going to be back to school shopping because these kids grow like bad weeds and their clothes cost a fortune. Anyway, back to school shopping. Where do you want to go for back to school shopping? Well, easiest place is the mall, isn't it? Or a, a big box store. I'll just go to Walmart. I'll go to Target. I think I'll just go to Target. Why wouldn't I just go to Target? A big store. Prices are good. They have everything I need. What if what if I don't want to go to Target and I want to shop local? I bet you have to drive further. I bet you almost undoubtedly I'll have to spend a little more money. I bet you I'll have to go to more than one store. Because I can't get the jeans and the book bags and the pens and the pens. I can't get everything in the same place like I can at Target. Why don't I just go to Target? It's so much easier to go to Target. And here's the, here's the thing about it. This is, real, this is reality. This is what I struggle with. I'm sure this is what you struggle with, or at least I hope it's not just me. Nobody's watching, are they? Look, let's be honest. It's easy to do the right thing when people are watching. When people aren't watching... Who's going to know? You, Yeah, you can rant against Target with your friends and family, and you email me, and I rant on the microphone, and Target sucks, and down with Target. And you email in and say, yeah, Jesse, screw Target. I don't like that pride stuff. But then you and I are both driving by Target, and I mean, who's going to know if we just kind of pull in and go ahead and knock out the shopping there? I can still go back the next day and rant against Target. No one will really know, right? No one knows. No no one knows that you still have that Disney Plus subscription. Yeah, you know you should have canceled it and you ranted other people. Why don't you cancel it? But you, I mean, your kids are really into the Marvel movies and, and you like that. You like being able to watch all the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff for free. So I, I'll just hang on to it. But everyone else should cancel theirs. But that's the stuff that's going to doom us. I need to be better than I've been. There's no question about that. Maybe maybe you don't. Maybe you've been perfect. And I hope you have been, but I doubt it because it's hard. I need to be better. I'm better than I've ever been in my life. The wife and I have made great strides to try to make sure we're looking things up before we leave. Look up. Let's look up this movie. Let's look up this store. Let's look up this. Let's look up that. I went for a, a walk after breakfast this morning in Salt Lake City just because it's so beautiful here and the weather was perfect. And I was walking through this little open-air mall they have downstairs, and and I walked by. And, well, for one, breakfast, on the breakfast thing, there was this breakfast spot a couple blocks from the hotel, reviewed off the charts, looked excellent, walked by it last night, freaking pride flags hanging in the window. Nope, I'll go somewhere else. Actually had breakfast in the hotel instead. Went for the walk through that mall like I was just springing up. Nordstrom's sitting there, gigantic entrance to Nordstrom sitting there, rainbow this and rainbow that and rainbow this. But man, Nordstrom's so convenient, isn't it? Pretty good stuff, good prices. I guarantee I have some sorry things in my closet that were purchased at Nordstrom. No more. I have to be better than ever going in there again. No more. And local 
is the way we can do that. Because not not just by putting our money where our morals are, avoiding the big ones, but by keeping more of our money in our communities, we don't think because you're a patriot and you love your country and you lament what's happening to your country. It's easy to ignore your community, to ignore what's around you in favor of focusing on national politics, national this, national that, the, the national primary. Is it Trump? Is it DeSantis? Is it the indictment? Joe Biden sucks. Are they going to replace Newsom? Is it, what about my senator? What about this? What about your town? You know, forget your town. What about your neighborhood? How's your neighborhood? How are your neighbors? If you need a cake made for something, maybe you've got a party coming up and you want to get it catered. Could you go to one of these national chains and have professional cakes show up? Of course. Do any of your neighbors bake in their off time? All kind, look, I see it in my neighborhood all the time. All these women are on Facebook baking and, and kids are out there doing things. Let's try to be better. Not perfect because we'll never, we never will be. Only been one perfect man to ever walk the planet. We won't talk about that, Chris. But only been one perfect man to ever walk the planet. We can't be perfect, but we can be better. I know I can be. I bet you can be too. All right. Speaking of Chris, let's talk about Israel and World War III. But first, let's get to Medal of Honor Monday. Next. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.